That's right. You're listening to the Mystery of Parenthood. We ask that you do slow down, um, especially during this uh, time of summer when there is a lot going on. We ask that you would please uh, uh, maybe take a little moment here and um, and participate with us. We ask that um, Stephanie Pay say her prayer or our prayer. Our prayer. Thanks. Yes. Yes. Hey. Good after. Good morning. <laughs> this is pre-recorded, so. Uh... It is afternoon, but this will be aired in the morning. (laughs) All right, let's start in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, from you, every family in heaven and on earth takes its name. Father, you are love and life through your Son, Jesus Christ, born of woman, and through the Holy Spirit, the fountain of divine charity, grant that every family on earth may become for each successive generation a true shrine of life and love. Grant that your grace may guide the thoughts and actions of husbands and wives for the good of their families and of all the families in the world. Grant that the young may find in the family solid support for their human dignity and for their growth in truth and love. And grant that love, strengthened by the grace of the sacrament of marriage, may prove mightier than all the weaknesses and trials through which our families sometimes pass. Through the intercession of the Holy Family of Nazareth, grant that the church may fruitfully carry out her worldwide mission in and through our families. We ask this of you, who is life, truth, and love, with the Son and the Holy Spirit. Holy Family of Nazareth, pray for us. St. John Paul II, pray Pray for for us. us. In the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Hey, yeah, so I I don't always stammer that much before, but, um, (laughs) but anyway. Hey, we have a son getting married in two we weeks. A married <laughs> There's a lot of weeks, stammering so going on. Um, but with it being summer, and this summer is a little bit out of the ordinary for us, um, we usually are pretty good about taking some time off to get away. Um, and it doesn't look like that's going to happen <laughs> this summer. Uh, this this year is uh, I, I've. I, we got to finish strong. I mean, our last ones were a year from now, they'll be going off to college, God willing. And, and, mm-hmm. uh, wow. it'll be a end of a, a segment of our a chapter in our life. And, um, and we'll be, um, moving forward. So <laughs> somebody asked me today, they said, um, are you, are you scared of that? And I said, no, I actually kind of like my husband. <laughs> yeah. Of course we do like each other. That's good. It's just going to be a different, it's going to be a different, it's going to be different because for 24 years and certainly over the last probably um, since the triplets were born, last 18 years, it's been, you know, pretty fast paced. And uh, anyway, an it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be different. But, but I thought that it would be good to maybe think about a few things kind of integrated with what we've been Thaddeus talked about last week. Um, this idea of, that really there's nothing that can't be offered um, to God. There's nothing that can't. And, and even our leisure time, even our time that we spend together, is, it's, a, it's a season in, in, in a year where typically, at least our experience has been, you have more time together. You have less, often less demands in terms of what's going on, what school starts things, you know, pick up and you have more responsibilities and more things going on. And, and so it's a different feel in most houses. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. And good. <laughs> we lived in the same <laughs> one for a while, so, but at least in ours. So maybe some of y'all can relate to that out there, but, but the, the need to maybe look at, you know, what, what's different we've, you know, with this run in, you know, July 2nd, um, there's still for most of us, you know, good, month to six weeks before before the uh, the rhythm begins that's another thing that I think changes is that I, that there is something rhythmic about say the school year um, and I even I even remember that being the case when we homeschooled but mm-hmm. but certainly if you're in you know a, a, a regular school there, there there's a rhythm that that happens it's kind of every week repeats itself and and that is fun but then the summer it seems like there's always something different going on and maybe some downtime and it's just it's just a different animal Mm -hmm. so i thought that maybe we could start with this and then i'm going to read a little bit from vatican ii here one of my favorite sections so favorite it took took me a while to find it i don't know why but 
my if you're looking at my papers, <laughs> I, I, I've highlighted it so much that it's like the only things that stand out are things that aren't highlighted. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but I'm going to read this and then maybe get get your thoughts. Of course, Dennis is here with us if he wants to jump in because he he knows uh, he's got his own family and all that's going on with them too as well. <laughs> so um, because I think everybody out there that's trying to raise a family knows that this summer is a uh, is a different time, but let me read this. This is from Vatican II, Lumen Gentium, uh, on the on the Church, and it's um, well. I'll just let it speak for itself. I think there's one section right in the middle of this, but I think I want to read the whole thing. This is number thirty-four in Lumen Gentium. It says, "Since he wishes to continue his witness and his service through the laity, also the supreme eternal priest Christ Jesus vivifies them with his Spirit and ceaselessly." ceaselessly impels them to accomplish every good and perfect work. To those whom he intimately joins to his life and mission, he also gives a share of his priestly office to offer spiritual worship for the glory of the Father and the salvation of man. Hence, the laity, dedicated as they are to Christ and anointed by the Holy Spirit, are marvelously called and prepared so that even richer fruits of the Spirit may be produced for them. And this is the one that I that I think I want to focus on for all their works, prayers and apostolic undertakings, family and married life, daily work, relaxation of mind and body. If they're accomplished in the spirit, indeed, even hardships of life, if patiently born, all these become spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. In the celebration of the Eucharist, these may most fittingly be offered to the Father along with the body of the Lord. And so, worshiping everywhere by their holy actions, the laity consecrate the world itself to God. So there's a couple things that I think, we've always talked about the fact that we need to, we need to, well, we've we've jokingly said as, as, you know, 50 plus year old Catholics, I mean, more than once in our lives, anybody out here the same age, mom, mom or dad has said, "Offer it up." Typically, mom, right? <laughs> I think what I think what, and, and it's a it's very important that we as Catholics understand that, and that we um, that we teach our children to do it. I think I was told, "Offer it up." All that mean, meant that what I was going through, I didn't particularly like. She couldn't really explain or make it go away. So the answer was just offer it up. I don't think I actually knew fully what that meant. And so maybe we can talk a little bit about that. But the other thing is, is that what I liked about this is that while it talks about all these things, it, it, it says hardships of life if patiently born. But it, right before that, it says relaxation of mind and body if they're accomplished in the spirit are things that can be offered as well, I think sometimes when you think about offering it up, we tend to leave out the stuff that's leisure, pleasurable, pleasurable. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're meant to offer everything, all the, our undertakings, and therefore consecrate the world itself to God is is what said. So, I guess first and foremost, we need to teach our children what it means to offer up. And here it is: is saying we're uniting it with Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. So as we've mentioned before, teach your children and and teach yourself to make a daily offering in the morning. We used to our kids used to know what was that, you know, I give you today all that I think, mm-hmm. all that I do, all that I say, mm-hmm. uniting mm-hmm. it with what was done on the cross by Jesus Christ, Christ, Christ by yeah. Jesus Christ your son. Something like that for the younger kids, you know, more you can find another offering as they get older, you know, I Offer you today all you know everything in unity with 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 Jesus Christ and His offering of the Mass offered throughout the world mm-hmm. um, in reparation for my sins and the sins of the whole world. Mm-hmm. I actually googled. I actually googled um, some of those and pulled <laughs> pulled some things that really spoke to me and and kind of kind of wrote my own. It's in my. In well, my good. Bible that's at yeah, home. I don't think yeah. there's anything. It's just yeah, it's, yeah. It's just yeah. Let me, you know, in, in sacrifice with, and, and, and yeah, and and 
you know, uniting it with the prayers of the Pope and what, right. you know, his, his special intentions and intentions of my family and friends. I mean, you know, so if you Google it, you can find several different, um, several different options. And then, like I said, I, I kind of pulled together the ones that and meant something for me. So, and you're uniting own. it with, with the mass with, with when you're offering it up, because when you're at, when you're at mass, and this is something you teach your children as well, what we're doing is offering Jesus and his perfect sacrifice on the cross to the Father. If you just listen to the words of the Mass, it's always addressed to the Father. And it is Jesus who's being offered, and we are offering ourselves together with him. Well, it's not just in that moment. It's been what, what you've been doing in time prior to that. And so, as we said with the, when they were younger, we've talked about this plenty of times before, but get the children in the habit of when they make a sacrifice or when you maybe notice, Hey, you know, you help your brother put up his, put up his toys or whatever. And you didn't even have to do that. That, that would be a sacrifice that would be acceptable to God. That would be something that you could offer with that. But that idea of offering. And then when the mat, when the, when the gifts are being brought up, that, that we're teaching our children that those are all those things, not just the money that's collected, but the money represents the entirety of who we are. And that would mean all those things. The time you helped your brother put the toys up when you didn't have to, or you cleaned up the kitchen without mom asking, or you made your bed or whatever it might be, small sacrifices that are offered together. So you're teaching your children that that's the appropriate place at mass to, to put it on the patent so that when it's brought up there, and the priest eventually says, this is my body, this is my blood. All of that, our entire selves, are unified with Jesus and his, his perfect offering and offered to God the Father. So that, that needs to be something that's repetitive. We go to Mass at least once every week, right? I mean, if we're doing that. So think about how many times if you can kind of teach your children that, that they can get in the habit of at the offering saying, I'm offering you all of this. But I guess, does that, does that make sense? I'm, because I want to expand it, because typically we're talking about those little things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this idea of consecrating the world itself to God is basically bringing everything, you know, our work, our entire selves, all that we've accomplished, whoever we've come in contact with, to that mass and offering it to, offering it to Jesus. And particularly this summer, a lot of leisure time, a lot of, you know, you, you don't necessarily have to get up and go to school. You might be able to go to the pool or hang out with friends more than, than you have. But to have a sense that all of that is something, as the church says, if accomplished in the spirit, can be offered to God. And so you're offering everything, riding to work or whatever. There's nothing that can't be offered. But we're going to focus, I think, a little bit today on on things in the summer that we can do, if that makes if that makes sense. What do you think, mm-hmm. Steph? Yeah, no, and that's, uh, it just makes me think about, you know, um, one of your favorite quotes about, you know, that, that, that we shouldn't live a dichotomy in our lives of, well, you know, I have holiness in the morning when I, when I wake up and I, I, I spend, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, whatever it is in prayer. And then I go to work and then, well, maybe I can have some more holiness when I go to mass at five thirty, or, you know, it's like, we're supposed to take that, you know, that begin that morning and infuse it, you know, um, throughout our day. And, and I, and I know, you know, I mean, I, I, I struggle just as much as, um, as anyone with, you know, having that, that set aside that, that time of quiet and, you know, um, and, and I, I, you know, I, I think we need to be merciful. Obviously our God is merciful that there are some days that, you know, you oversleep or you haven't allotted enough time or whatever, but I do, I do know that my day is so much, so much better and so much more ordered and makes sense, even though it may not be, (laughs) but when I've, you know, when I've been able to start and really, you know, quiet myself and have that, have that time, um, 
you know, that time of prayer. Um, and I seem to get a little bit more of that in the summer. <laughs> right. No, I think because it is. Which is good. <laughs> I don't know. It's a time of, it's a time of regrouping. It really is. I, I you know, it's just in thinking about this, I, you know, it, um, I remember the summertime, especially when we were homeschooling, it was such a time of, um, of reflection on like what went well during the school year, what, you know, and, and even though now the kids are in real school, as they called it, um, now that they, you know, are in public school, the summertime is still a good time for me to look back and go, okay, where did I overcommit myself? Where did I, you know, what do I want to stay involved with? Kind of asking those, um, those be right, uh, our, our friends, the be right questions, you know, what, what am I doing that I should stop doing? Um, what am I doing that I should do less of? What am I doing now that I should do more of? And what am I, you know, what am I doing that, you know, or that I'm not not doing that I should be, that I should be doing, you know? Um, so just in thinking about my commitments with, you know, PTO and church and, you know, Bible study and, you know, all those kind of things, it's like, it's a, it's a great time when all of those have sort of taken a hiatus over the summer, you realize how, you know, wow, I, you know, I was very overcommitted and I, you know, what, what do I want to keep on my plate for next year? Um, so it is, it's a good time to, it's a good season, um, to, to kind of regroup and to, to think about those, um, those things and prayerfully consider what you should, you know, what you need to do for, for the next year. Um, no, I think, so it's kind of, it's almost like an annual, examine sort of like to be like to be able to go to go back and look and because I think we always need a time in our lives we need a time in our day certainly a time in our week that's that we you know the church would say a time in our day that that we go back and say okay so what how did today go you know well I think that the summer is a time to look back over what has gone before um certainly if if as a couple, I think it would be, I think it'd be good to sit down and, and, you know, what did we, you know, what did we do that was done well that we should maybe continue doing? What should we add? What, you know, what, I mean, for this year, I think, I mean, this is the last, you know, hurrah, so to speak of, I mean, the, it'll be an empty house. I mean, pretty much, um, God willing and everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. Um, everybody will be off to school and it looks like all of them will be gone somewhere else. So um, I think for the first time, maybe in ever, we actually <laughs> will not have any of our, I mean, there's a possibility that we will not have any of our children mm-hmm. in that. So going into this year, we got to think of that, but then also at the end of next year, we have to figure out what do we, what do we, want to accomplish since we will have more time, you know, and some of it will be traveling, other things. But I I guess what what you're saying is, is that we should use this time. And if you haven't done it yet, I mean, set aside some time Mm -hmm. to just go through those questions. You know, what am I doing that I shouldn't be doing? What What am I doing that I should be doing more of? What am I doing that I should be doing less of? And what am I not doing that I should be doing? And that is that as a family, not just as an individual, mm-hmm. and go try to make a um, a commitment. Not 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 too many. It's kind of like anything else. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go on a you don't yeah. <laughs> you go on a diet That'd or an exercise crazy. program. Yeah. You know you don't start off you know running ten miles. You know you may start <laughs> off walking a mile, but but the idea is I'm going to try to exercise. I'm going to add that. So this so I think that you I think that it's good for you to go through those four things. And set set down. This is what we're going to try to do. Come, you know, mid August when when it happens. Um, anyway, so a time of planning, a time of looking back, a time of looking forward. Um, that I think. So I think you can use that for summer. What else? Absolutely. Uh, well, and I know you were talking about. You know, um, I mean, we may not take. <laughs> the big week that we normally try to take because it's it's there's just something different about being able um to go away and and, you know if you can't go away then then staycations are always pretty amazing as well um you know get any commitments off the plate and um 
and, and pretend and, like you're not home and pretend like you're not home, like no friends, no, you know, no, we're, we're, we're just gonna, you know, take time off and be together. So it's not that you have to go spend money on, um, you know, on a vacation spot. And we've been blessed that, that we can and have done that over, over the last five or six years, um, kind of more routinely than we, than we ever did. Um, but it, it's just an, it's just so wonderful to cut out the worldly noise <laughs> and just be together as, as a family with, you know, with no, no distractions, um, you know, putting away phones, taking out the games, um, and just really, um, focusing on each other. And, um, I know Trey's probably said this a million times, but what's been so fun for us to watch is the big kids. Cause now we have, you know, our family life looks so different with people that are, you know, not in the same city as us or are in the same city, but living in an apartment cause they're, you know, in college. And it's so fun to see them get back together as, you know, more adult kind of type children and listening to the stories and the things that we didn't know <laughs> that happened. Dennis is going, yeah, <laughs> but <clears throat> it's just, it's so fun to, to, um, you know, to, to have, to, to, um, witness that and to, you know, to s s hear their memories and, and, um, cause they're, they're different than, you know, but and that happens and that happens. So, you know, there's always this, this idea of, of, you know, the, this whole idea of quality time, mm -hmm. you can't manufacture it. I, what I've found is, is most of the best conversations have been because we've just had nothing else to do and it kind of happens or somebody asks a question or something happens and it's only because we've sat there through maybe doing nothing or doing a game or something that we don't normally do and just being around, not having those distractions, which can be friends, can be a TV show, can be whatever, and just having to sit there and if you spend enough quantity time, it, it will end up becoming quality time to the extent that you leave out the distractions that get in the way. So the, to, to set the phone aside, or that's why it's good to, if you can get away, and you know, someplace you know go somewhere, internet. even if you go with <laughs> bad internet or bad, and, and, and tell them to leave the phones. And, you know, we found that that they're always surprised, as am I, I think, at, at how much fun we can all have without being connected, mm -hmm. you know, um, to our friends, to the internet, to our TV shows, to whatever. Um, and while that's not normal, that's exactly the point. If we can find a day or several days or a week, um, if that's possible, then then make sure, make time um, to do that. So this summer, I mean, you know, even if it's just a day to unplug and say, hey, we're just going to hang out together and see what happens, you know. Um, I think that's so true, though, that, that um, you know, that, that the whole quality time thing, it, you know, it's just it can't. You can't, just can't, you can't it. Yeah, I the mean, more it's just the more time you, you know, spend together is is you know makes makes for for quality time. Yeah, and so so I, I just find like that, that that tends to be when the when the stories come up or when <laughs> when you hear things that you didn't know happened or when you just start talking about nothing and then it somehow. Goes around. So here's what I would say about that. Recognize that. So at the beginning, this is said that Jesus vivifies with the Spirit, you know, the laity. So at our home, we got to trust and entrust the time if we're going to spend it as parents. We need to actually offer that in advance to, to God and then ask for God to open up those opportunities. Ask for the Holy Spirit to get something out that needs to be gotten out to have laughter or tears or whatever needs to happen and then see God at work in those moments. In other words, 
lots of times, you know, we can get busy and or maybe stressed out about something. We got to we got to do this. But I'm talking about your leisure time, the time that is just hanging out to offer that to God as well and allow and ask for him to show him at work, point out something that needs to be talked about and then be expectantly waiting for that to happen, whatever that is. So we're not manufacturing it. We're taking time, allocating it, setting it aside, saying we're going to spend some time unplugged and then off prior to that, offering that to God and then, and then allow him to work as we play a game or play some cards or, or whatever. Um, I, there's, I've, I know there's things you can get questions to ask, you know, you can, you know, draw questions, you know, if you were on a desert aisle, I mean, so, you know, something that you can draw to get, to get ideas flowing and, and, you know, senses of humor queued up and all that. So you can <laughs> yeah. see. So I think that, I think that that's a, that would be an excellent use of time too. And if you can't afford to go somewhere, I mean, go to a park or, you know, something. I mean, right now I can't, I need to get near some water because I'm, <laughs> I'm sweating. <laughs> it's a little warm, a little warm to just go out, but, but, um, for me, but, but anyway, I think that that's important as well to, to make sure that we're, that we're taking, um, that we're taking time to, uh, walk through that. It's also a good time to ask your kids the same questions you know, like, hey, what would you what would you like to get out of this next year? Because lots of times they're just thinking about, you know, how long do we got to be here? <laughs> I mean, if you're honest, I mean, yeah. maybe not the younger ones, but as they get older, and you, if you can get them thinking about, okay, what are you, you know, what are your dreams? What do you what do you want to do? And you have to take time to do that. I mean, I've noticed, particularly as they get older, the kids have so many other things to do. That often when they're there, they're not there. Not not a whole lot different than you and me. You know, I, you can come home and you can bring work with you. The kids can come home and then be thinking about, okay, I got to eat, I got to get showered, and then I got something to do. So if you started talking to them in that in that moment, they're, yeah, 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 Dad, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that later. You know, kind of get there. You know, the old cats in the cradle <laughs> song <laughs> from, from years ago. I mean, it, but we've got to make time. So I think that it's a good place to get in the habit of having that. That would be a longer time, but then maybe committing to 20 minutes, you know, maybe every night, maybe, you know, Monday, Wednesdays and Thursdays or, or Sundays, Whatever. Yeah, it makes me realize that we, you know, we do have such, um, we do have such an opportunity during the summer. Because, I mean, I know just with our older kids, um, trying to do something during the weeknight during the school year is is madness. I mean, it really is. I mean, we're lucky to to sit down and have a meal, you know, together. That's, I mean, that's a super good night. to, to catch everybody um, or even most everybody at home. So now with no homework and no, you know, um, no after school commitments, um, we, you know, we do need to, uh, I think even Kingsley had said the other night, well, let's have a game night. We haven't had a game night, you know, and, and, and she's right because like I said, during the, during the school year, uh, you know, they're doing, I mean, they have their athletic events and athletic practices and then come home and, you know, taking all these advanced classes are in the books till way after I'm in bed. <laughs> right. And so, so it's a great time to even, um, you know, pick a couple of nights that you hold sacred for the family. Um, and, and, you know, one night's maybe a movie night. I don't know. Trey and I've always loved using movies to teach lessons and talk about life situations um but then you know have a have a game night so if it's not you know if if it's not if it's unreasonable to have a whole staycation at home and really get people to unplug uh you know you can at least um pick pick a couple of nights a week you know surely two two nights out of the seven and one of our (laughs) some of our good friends have have a rule which we've broken all too often but never three nights in a row is kind of the you know and Mm -hmm. and i think that that's I think that's really another rule that's good. So what that would mean would be, if if you're going, if the kids are going out in the summer when it can be, 
mm-hmm. nonstop, you're not going to do that three nights in a row. You're not going to be gone three nights in a row. One night you're going to stay home just because you need to stay here. You know, you, <laughs> you, we need you here. And then depending on the number of kids, if you can work together to try to figure out how to coordinate where you have a set time, it's, I mean, I mean, we're condemning ourselves right now. I mean, yeah. it's just, I mean, it get it, the, you know, the summer's already getting away from us. We've had so many other things. Well, to do, I think, I mean, we, you know, certainly not in defense of, but, um, but June is kind of a, still a hectic month for us with the kids having, um, and that's when, you know, several of the kids are gone for camps and stuff to, you know, running, running camps and stuff. So we're, we're, I don't think we're too late. July, July has hit and that's, that's sort of a down. down Yeah. It's a really, yeah. We've got a dancer daughter that, that did, did, she gets one month off and it's July. So we need to really, as we're talking, we do, we're convicting ourselves that we need to capitalize on, on this month. And, um, you know, I guess we'll, we'll never have the oldest home, um, anymore he's he's yeah no, off the uh, payroll and on a uh, for a at, a at a job uh but um yeah it's it's amazing how quickly that that comes around <laughs> yeah so enjoy 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 the time together but i yes. think july is a good month because once august hits at least in my yeah. experience particularly if school gets started and other sports start to happen the all the stuff starts infiltrating back into and you start thinking about Oh yeah, schools, <laughs> schools here, and you got to go do this. So July does tend to be that uh, month that that we've usually always gone on vacation. When we mm-hmm. have we're mm-hmm. right smack dab in the middle of this. We're going to have a, a wedding. Yes. So um, we'll have some forced family time. There. Some forced family time. <laughs> but but anyway, getting back to getting back to this. So as we're together and spending time with 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 our kids, I think even as they get older trying to, to reinforce the fact that, that we need to have the mentality and teach them that what's going on in the mass is meant to go out there. Like you, like you said, I just found that, that, that verse that I'm always, that I'm always uh, saying, you know, one of the, one of the gravest errors yeah, of our time is the, the dichotomy between mm-hmm. the f- faith, which many profess and the lives that they lead. And so we got to try to, gather them back and and teach them that God is at work in their lives now, you know, and, and that, that we need to allow him in and then we need to offer everything that we're doing, that we need to get in the habit of doing that. I mean, as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking, okay, we're down to like, I mean, there's really Grayson, you know, who's a, who's, uh, going to be a sophomore and then the, then the triplets that are seniors that, you know, it's the last kind of hurrah to make sure that they are at least going out into this world. We've tried to do that, at least going out into this world to um, do that. So, I mean, to teach them to make that offering day to day and, and to allow God into even the fun stuff. Uh, I mean, even the fun stuff, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Well, you don't, I mean, I think that's kind of when you think, uh, you know, when things are going well and, and, um, and, and during leisure and fun times, I, I, I think that's that we forget to give those to God. You know, I think it's, it's sort of, um, easier and sort of typical that, you know, when things are not going so well. And, um, and believe me, my, (laughs) my sweet mom and I have had, had these discussions, um, very much recently because she's struggling with some health issues and it's like going on and on and on. I mean, I don't know about, you know, you guys, but I, you know, usually my quote unquote bad times are sort of, you know, they're short lived. I mean, you know, something sort of happens and it's more like a crisis oriented, you know, day week I mean it's not you know not ongoing well my my mother's really struggling right now with um ongoing months and months and years of you know declining health and um and she literally said these words to me just the other day she said you know I'm 
I'm having to eat my words. I remember telling you guys when things were, you know, going roughly that, you know, you offered up, offered up. And she said, boy, I'm really (laughs) getting a sense of what that truly means at this point, you know, um, because it's 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 hard. I mean, offering it up is easy when you know it's going to be short term. But when it's um, so but those short terms are great practice times you know if we take advantage it's like anything um you know it's it's we're 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 practicing well so that's and that's the cool thing about the way the way god works is typically typically you know we don't have um we don't have to be you know crucified with christ in the most most of life are very small moments of struggle or of joy or of and, the, and relatively uneventful and relatively modest. I mean, nothing, nothing major. And then you have these events. I remember years ago we were given a talk about, about communication and, and, and it was kind of funny, but we, we were talking to people who were preparing to get married and, and we, I noticed that, you know, the, the communication talk was about, you know, how Stephanie and I got in arguments because you know all the collars need to force, face the same direction in the in the uh, closet or um, that the shower curtain needs to be closed or whatever. And I was going through all these things, like you know, reflecting. I'm like, these are all really minor, almost comical, <laughs> comically insignificant <laughs> things, and yet. They are able to communicate, and then and then it hit us. It hit me soon after when we found that the kid, the, you know, the triplets were coming, and there was going to be a lot more of this stuff. Is that those were all practice opportunities to learn how to communicate that would be able to be applied in a major event and over time associated with a major event. Isn't that the way? Isn't that a good thing to be? Te- that we have a God that typically doesn't throw us into the fire but in in fact has little moments of of times when he when he does that so you know like i always think when i'm thinking about like david david you know david and and goliath that when you look at him as a young boy he was guarding his sheep right and so he learned how to use his slingshot to stave off the lions or the whatever animals were coming after his goats but but that that was something that God was going to use for a big deal. So even, you know, to take care of Goliath and that he wasn't, even though he was a kid, he wasn't afraid of a lion or a bear or whatever might be running around in that part of the country at that part of the world uh, for that. So there's a, there is a chance also, I think, to tell your kids and to remind ourselves that most of life are these little pennies that are being pitched, these little, things that if we're faithful in the small things, then God will provide us with the graces we need to be faithful in the biggest, but in the big things, which for thankfully don't come along that much. If I think about the big things in our life, I mean, the triplets and the, at least the initial time with the triplets, you know, maybe the death of my mother and my uncle and my grand and my grandmother all in a short period of time, your dad's death. I mean, in 30 years, if you think about it, I mean, there are moments, but in the 30 years of our marriage, I would bet that it's not even three years of intense moments. The majority of the 27 other years has been relatively ordinary. And I think that that's consistent with with life. It's inconsistent with it's consistent with what Jesus did. We always talk about the fact that he's the way, the truth, and the life. And it's very apparent that for a while uh, from the time he was roughly 13 and found in the temple up until he started his public ministry around 30. So 17 years over half his life is his quiet time when nobody, you know, you don't, there's hardly anything. There's hardly anything recounted. There really isn't anything recounted as to what happens from the time he's 13 till he's 30. We're just kind of guessing, but we do know that everybody knew he was a carpenter. So he probably was working. Everybody knew he was related to Mary and 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 to Joseph. So it sounds like he was just doing ordinary stuff that was really inconsequential, air quotes, 
<laughs> in terms of the ordinary every day, that should fire us up because this, <laughs> most of our life are those just ordinary moment-to-moment things. And if we can teach our kids that doing those faithfully, doing those things with great love, doing those things and offering them on the paten at at mass is with the offering in in the, the offering basket hey, i give you this small thing or this struggle or this friendship or this good time as that basket is being passed i place myself and all that i think say and do into that 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 that's those are small practices for when those few big things that come up in everybody's life um, can go. And I, I, you know, I think that's good news that we're not thrown in the middle of the crucifixion, you know, <laughs> you know, that we have little, we have little problems that we're able to practice. How do we deal with that? So maybe the summer is, is a time to reflect on that and maybe frame that as we go into the year that, that this next year will be a year that we really focus on, on offering ourselves and offering our little nuisances and our little struggles um, to God on that patent in every mass that we attend. So first off, I would go find, find a morning offering for yourself and then a age appropriate one. But I mean, like I said, we, we, even when they were younger, I mean, when they were two or three, they, they could say that. Where did we get that? I don't remember. But it was just, it was a nice rhymey one, the one yeah, that kids could do. Yeah, it was a little, yeah, yeah, yeah. You so, know? yeah. So, again, it's I mean, something you want to set up, you know, for success. I mean, you know, write it on their mirror, write it on their. Yeah, I somebody's mean, got a, one of those things. Yeah. That's another good a good idea. She has one of those things. Or like, yeah, like, little target bubbles. They they little decal things that adhere to the mirror and you can use a wipe uh, dry erase. So Stephanie will go through, she's there in every kid's bathroom mm-hmm. and she'll, she'll every once in a while have a little note on there about mm-hmm. to get them thinking, but, mm-hmm. but, you know, maybe yeah, but to remind something. them, to remind them to think of offering it up and then give them, when we say offer it up, remind them that as we go to mass, look, okay, what are we going to, what are we bringing? We're meant to bring our entire self. So when that basket is passed and it goes along and maybe you, have um, some money to pitch in there. Maybe you don't, but the idea is that I'm placing myself in that basket and that, that I, and all that, all that I've done and thought and said, I'm placing myself in that basket. So that when that basket's brought up there and brought up to the altar and then the gifts are received and placed on the patent on the altar, that there I am together with Jesus, that, that, that needs to be something that every good Catholic, uh, grown up as well as child, we should all know that that's what's happening there, and that when he said when it says through him, with him, and in him, that that's what's happening. We are being offered with him. We are being offered through him. We're being offered in him to God the Father, and that that's what's happening. And and what's happening is we're you think about all the people who've had all the different experiences of the week, all the different things from really tough times to just very ordinary, all sitting in that mass together. And if you think about just in this town, all the different masses that are going on, if everybody was actively, consciously participating by doing that, that we would be consecrating the world because Think of all those people and all the places that they've touched and all the people they've run into and all the words that they've said or that have been said to them throughout a week. It would be really interesting to, I mean, if you could actually see that, <laughs> that we would be consecrating the world, certainly consecrating College Station, Bryan College Station, Texas, to the Father. It kind of makes me think of that, um, that part in um, It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. When everybody's praying for um, oh, yeah, for George, worry. yeah, and 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 you know they just have just they show just the heavens, but that you can just hear all the different people, you know, like praying. oh George, please help George Bailey, you know, and it's just, yeah, yeah, it's like you know, it's just 
kind of a, um, that that's what God hears or sees or, you know, as we're well, offering so, that. And that's, and like you said, it's a, it's a conscious, you know, it's a conscious effort. I mean, just like in our day, you know, we need to be conscious of, um, to, to see where God's working. And I, I, you know, I know I get going on my little, you know, got my little planner open and got my little list of things I'm going to accomplish today. And, um, I just remember being very, um, being very humbled at one point and don't remember this enough anymore that, you know, that I would get frustrated with, you know, when I had all this, you know, this is what I was going to do today. And, and, and I would have interruptions and it's like, finally one day it's like the Holy spirit hit me up on the side of the head and said, the interruptions are what God wants you to do. Well, and, <laughs> you know? and so that's so. another thing. That's another thing I think that we can do to help our, our kids is to recognize that, that, you know, I was just the the verse that's been stuck with me recently um, is from Proverbs, and it's and I, it's it's a prayer that I'm praying now pretty regular because I just I just um, I think it kind of gets to the point of what you're of what you're saying here. It's Proverbs sixteen, I think it's eight or nine. If I can, if I can, a good Catholic ought to be able to pull up Proverbs right after right after Psalms. <laughs> pretty big book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But Proverbs 16, um, and it actually 16.3 and then 16.9. Um, 16.9 is, you know, well, first off, 16.3, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. It's always nice to do that. So do that. That was a good friend of mine and always had that up on his wall at work. But then 16.9 is a man's, a man's mind plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. And I, I think that, to remind ourselves, look, you know, okay, we're going to plan what we've got to do today, but recognize that God is in charge. And if, if our steps are directed somewhere else because of something that happens or something that gets in the way or something that was unexpected, an interruption, that, that maybe, not, not maybe, that we should take that as God's providence directing our steps away from this and towards that, away from this moment. So again, that's another way, I think, of, of offering. That's, a, that's a, an active way of offering the day to, to God is to say, look, this is what my plan, here's my things that I'm going to get accomplished today. I'm giving that to you. I'm committing it to you. But these are my plans, but I'm going to give you permission to redirect me Please help me to recognize in those frustrating moments, and I'm the worst about this. I mean, I'd be the first one to say when things don't go the way that I planned, you know, or what I want, you know, it takes a lot for me to recognize that. But we can all work on that and recognize that it, a way of offering the day to God is not just this spiritual way, but it's to say, okay, you can open this door or close that door. You can point us in this direction or in that direction. And often that comes in ways that maybe are frustrating to us. You know, we, <laughs> something happens that we didn't want to have to deal with that we're now having to deal with. Direct my steps. And I guess that's a practical way of offering the day because then you're saying, I give you permission, Lord, to change my plans, to redirect me in what I do, to change and interrupt my plans for something that you want me to do. But again, I think that's part of a daily offering mm -hmm. is to be open to that. Be open. Yeah. So. Amen. I know. Well, now, I, now I think I want to change the memory verse. Change the memory verse. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, no, I think, yeah. I think that, I think it's good. So. So I maybe guess, I'll say them both and let you pick. Well, no, you can. You can. <laughs> I, I think that's a that's a good one. But I, but I do. I think that if anything in this in this kind of downtime of summer, it's you know this is July second that this is mm -hmm. airing, and yeah. and um, probably got a month of relative downtime. So I would challenge you to implement if you haven't already. A morning offering, finding one for yourself and then for your family to pray. At a minimum, just say it takes very little time. Then I would then I would challenge you, <clears throat> all of us, to take the next month to kind of look back over the last year 
and then look, project forward and go through that four, the four questions. Again, those questions are, what am I doing that I should stop doing? What am I doing that I should be doing more of? What am I doing that I should be doing less of? And what am I doing? What am I not doing that I should be doing? Mm-hmm. And try to, those are good, simple questions. You could do that with all your kids mm-hmm. for that matter. You could sit down and maybe one of those times, but with the downtime, do those, do those four things, start the morning offering. And then maybe this memory verse is a good start is, is, you know, offer your plans, but then, um, Remember to be remember open, remember to, be open to God directing <laughs> your steps somewhere else mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe that's some practical going forward for July. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm inspired. Um, <laughs> go. Go team. <laughs> go team. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, we will. We had picked another memory verse, but I think we're going to use Proverbs 16, 3 and 9. 3 is commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established and 16.9 says, the human mind plans the way, but the Lord directs the steps. And he does direct our steps if we are if we are open. And his plan is always infinitely, infinitely more wise and good and um, full of blessings than than I know um, than I know our plans are. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So use your summer wisely. And and uh, we still have a good amount of time left Um Spend some quality time with with your kids, which means quantity. (laughs) Spend a lot of time. Um, So remember, only God can help you take the mystery out of parenthood. Pray, parent with a purpose, and prepare for God to amaze you. Thanks for being with us today. Pray for us. We're praying for you. God bless you. He does rain.